Hello, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. Obviously, this is a very important episode, so I'll make this quick so we can get to it. Uh, like, rate, review us, all that stuff. Big thank you to Midnight Syndicate. Their music is awesome and really helps put our show over the edge in a way that only they can. And another big thank you to Sortco Soundscapes. The background noises and sound effects are awesome, and we really appreciate being able to use them for our show. That's enough of that. Let's get on to it. got you <laughs> you got me well you pointed it at first <laughs> well we were i was doing the normal countdown and she reminded me of richard and his just pointing five I just times started, i just started counting down to him by pointing yeah and you got me <laughs> you can never complain about me doing it wrong because i've given you something to laugh at for the rest of your entire life i don't know we can still complain we can well, complain and can. laugh yes exactly. at the same time actually double hitter so anyway fun story so i'm currently working on monty python spam a lot that is so cool i'm so and, excited to see it and, and you are playing i'll be playing king arthur yeah uh-huh. you are so he's the star we just got to the point where we're choreographing the fight scene between king arthur and the black knight Mm -hmm. And they brought in a choreographer, which was great. And I learned a lot about sword culture during that because he made us basically take like a little class beforehand before we started actually doing the fight. Now, do you mean sword like modern sword culture or classic sword culture? Classic sword culture and how it's actually used today and people don't realize that things are used today because of sword culture. Like what? Tell us more. For example, you wear your sword to your left. Uh huh. That's because you're right-handed, and that's why you always like get on a horse from the left because mm. that way your so you sword doesn't, doesn't stab into something. Mm-hmm. Or why men's shirts button the opposite direction of a woman's shirt so the hilt of the sword doesn't catch the shirt. Well, what about a lady sword? When Ladies had swords. Women. Joan of Arc. It was the exception, not the, yes. It was not the norm. Women. Joan of Arc was wearing men's shirts. This is true. Yes. She's wearing a breastplate. You couldn't even tell what kind of shirt she was wearing. And one that I would have never thought of is a spiral staircase. Mm-hmm. The reason they go in. This, they all go in the same direction, is so the the sword doesn't clang against the wall the whole time. I was wondering that. So I, I thought it was actually um, the the person going up couldn't draw their sword, but the person going down could. Well, the one going down has the advantage, right? Because it's that, harder for the person going up. Uh-huh. Doesn't it also affect who walks on the outside? Yes, it does. I remember learning a lot about like the laws of swords, of who is allowed to carry a sword, where, and what kind of sword it had to be. There were like length restrictions and that kind of thing. Open carry rules. Well, yeah. Texas, you can now carry a you sword. Carry a sword. Yeah. yeah, one of my favorite memes when that happened was Texas is now the world's first PvP zone. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Player versus, player versus player. It's a video oh. game thing, Noel. Oh, okay. I don't play those types of video games. Yeah. I can't yeah. play anything first person. And something that's slightly <laughs> contradictory to Pathfinder game system and mechanics is a broadsword even though it is a bladed weapon was not meant to slice hmm. no it, wasn't. it was meant to bludgeon yeah ah. that's well, why it's so heavy well that and straight swords were often intended to pierce more so than slash like right. slashing was an option but it was uh you'd use the weight as gary's saying as a bludgeon or the point for piercing we could have a whole podcast just about this right i want to talk about the advantages and disadvantages of like pole arms versus bladed weapons well and i want to learn more about glaives but i'm also really excited about this episode so i'm a little conflicted yeah, we're in a really dire situation right now. Well, well, you do get to use weapons in the game. Yeah. 
So well, fine. I guess we should just play the game then. Okay. <laughs> I don't really have much of a choice of which weapon to use right now, though. <laughs> that's, that's true. Well, you Why could, is that, you Philip? Because somebody made me use this bloody axe. Yeah, someone made you use it. Mm, you could use the other weapon in your offhand and just take a, a penalty for it. No. <laughs> I rolled terribly. I'm not taking a penalty on top of that. Well, you shouldn't have used the axe. Maybe it'll counterbalance it. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe a bunch of bad tactical decisions will make up for your terrible rolling and somehow make it roll great. Well, I'm good at bad tactical this is, decisions. <laughs> seriously, though, this is such a... This is how we got in this mess. <laughs> this is such a monumental moment, though. I'm so excited. And I'm excited on multiple levels. I can't remember if we strategized on mic. I think it was off mic. We were like, oh, which direction should we go? And, and we were like, well, the loppers probably... And I think it was mom or Richard was like, well, the Lopper's probably in the Oubliette because he was a sneaky dude. And here he is. Turned out to be correct. <laughs> you found him. A lifetime of reading mystery novels is finally paying off. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was funny listening to you guys strategize and figure out where you thought each of the mm-hmm. remaining prisoners might be. And, and we got them all right. Wow. Well, I we've only gone to one. <laughs> We've only gone to one, so... <laughs> I was trying to trick him. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's a 33.33% we have reduced so the far. Odd. We have reduced the odds rather dramatically, too. This is true. Now you have a 50-50 chance of meeting the others. <sighs> I read something that was saying that's not how chance works, and I was really confused trying to understand it, so... Well, this isn't a statistics podcast, even though we could with all these dice rolls. Hey. This is a beat-up monster con- uh, yes, it contest. Yes, right you are. Yes. Contest. Right. Well, it's that, too. <laughs> so, speaking of beating up monsters, you've made your way into the oubliette, uh, where you have seen down into this dark pit that is covered with an iron grate. Which is, in fact, the oubliette. Which is, in fact, the oubliette, which is the pit. Yeah. And as you're sitting there looking at it, those with dark vision noticed first this wraith-like maniacal creature floating up out of the <laughs> oubliette. I forgot it was a wraith. Yes, it is a wraith. But before we get into this battle and rolling for initiative, I want to take things back. To the first episode? Because we had a lot of mistakes then. We're going to go back even farther than that, more like 50 years ago. Oh, like the time of the fire. Indeed. Liz, you are the only person there at this point. Shut up. You're funny, do you? I just learned my longsword's a bludgeoning weapon. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. So we flash back to years ago before the fire at Harrowstone. We're transported back to a dark and empty cell in Harrowstone. A crazed man sits on the floor, quietly giggling to himself. (laughs) (laughs) A man approaches the bars. Hello there, Vancy. I've got a special treat for you today. The guard slides a tray through a slot in the bars. It's feeding time. Make sure to eat it all. It's a special day. Vance eyes the tray suspiciously for a moment, but his hunger wins out and he crawls over to his meal. He looks at the tray, but there's no food on it. Just a simple note. The note says, Happy Death Day. He looks up at the guard with a confused look. Oh, that's right, Vancy. It's your execution day. Are you ready to have your head lopped off like you did my sister's? Mm. I hope you rot in the abyss, you crazy fuck. The guard walks away, leaving Vance alone in his cell, starving. It has been days since he's eaten. He anxiously awaits his final moments, alone, cold, and hungry. Hours pass, and he hears footsteps approaching his cell again. Mr. Satresi, you seem to have luck on your side, says Warden Hawkrin. Due to some uh, bureaucratic 
complications. Your execution has been delayed indefinitely. Vance giggles to himself. <laughs> I... I live? <laughs> I live? <laughs> Your head will be mine soon. They all will. Gertis, <laughs> move him to the pit. I don't trust him. Keep him away from the other prisoners until we can finally execute him. Let me know when it's done. The warden leaves the cell block to attend to the other matters and leaves Gertis Vorch to deal with the condemned inmate. Well, well, well. I guess we have to keep you around a little bit longer. I was hoping I could chop your head off myself, but I suppose I do have to follow orders. For now. Stand up. Vance stands up as Vorch and the other guards enter the cell. The guards restrain him, rougher than necessary, and Vorch binds his hands together behind his back, the rope cutting into his wrists as they begin to bleed. We don't want you getting any ideas now, do we? Now, be a good lad and march your way over to the pit. Vance obliges and the guards escort him to the center of the cell block where a large metal grate sits within the floor. A guard opens the grate as Vance peers inside to see a deep, 30-foot abyss that is to be his new home. He begins to panic. No, 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 not, 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 not there, not, not there, any, anywhere but there. Oh, is the Lopper afraid of the dark? Good. And Vorch pushes the inmate into the pit. He falls 30 feet to the ground below. A sickening snap is heard as the bones in his legs break from the impact. The Lopper cries out in pain. I, I will, I will kill you. I will kill all of you. Your heads will be mine. The guards chuckle and secure the pit closed with a chain and a padlock. Days, weeks, months pass, and the lopper's legs finally heal, but not quite right. They now look almost backwards. He finally relearns to walk on them, and he, he spends the days pacing the confines of his new home and scraping the food off the floor the guards are generous enough to drop down in there. One evening, as he's licking the slop off the stone floor, he hears a voice. Vance, you deserve better than that, don't you think? Who, who, who's there? Who, where are you? My name is Professor Heen Ferriman. No doubt you've heard of me, for I have certainly heard of you. Would you care to leave these cells and find your revenge on those who imprisoned you? Oh, 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 yes, 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 very much. Good. This evening, an agent of mine will bring you something important. Wait until the right time to use it. You'll know when. A few hours later, Vance stops pacing around his cell as he notices a white, wispy, cloud-like figure coming through the grate. The vapor approaches, and Vance, unsure of what to do, tries to claw at the creature like a wild animal. He passes right through the figure, and as he does, a bottle appears in his hand. The vapor disappears. What What the hell was that? And, and what is this? Some sort of poison? He inspects the bottle and finds a note attached. It reads, Use this at the right time. If I mixed my ingredients right, and I know I did, this potion should levitate you to new heights. Vance begins to laugh maniacally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and he waits for the perfect opportunity. He waits until he hears the footsteps of the guards approaching nearby and drinks the potion. A wave of energy floods him as he levitates off the ground. He soars up to the grate and waits for Gertis Vorch. Hello, Vancy. Time for... Wait, wait, what, what, what the hell? The lopper grabs Vorch and pulls him prone. He then grabs him by the neck and pulls him face down into the grate. Vorch struggles to get away, but the lopper's anger fuels him with adrenaline. The lopper deftly wrestles away his sword and brings it up and over Vorch's neck. Much to his delight, he slowly pulls the blade through his neck and chops his head, savoring every moment of it. <laughs> I told you your head would be mine. The lopper finds the keys on Vorch's still twitching body and frees himself from his solitary confinement. He quickly releases the other prisoners in nearby cells, knowing his new friend, Professor Ferriman, the Splatterman, would be staging a similar escape in another wing. A full-fledged riot breaks out, lasting seven hours. Guards and prisoners are killed as the fire begins to spread, and the lopper is forced with a choice, burn to death or die of asphyxiation. Seeing a rope nearby, he seeks the solace of the deep pit he's called home for longer than he can imagine. Knowing that this isn't his death day after all, he climbs his way back down into the oubliette to wait out the smoke. He listens to the screams of those burning above and hears the roar of the fire. He begins to imagine the sounds of the destruction as if it was a music signifying his triumph. He has won. He survives. While his theory is sound and that the smoke won't reach down to him, the rope he used to climb down was badly damaged in the inferno. Several hours after the fire had burnt out, he tries to climb up to safety and escape once and for all. He reaches the halfway point of the climb and the rope snaps, causing him to fall back down onto the stone floor below. We hear that same snapping sound as his legs break again, this time worse than before. He waits alone in the dark, in pain, broken, angry, dying of thirst. No one comes for him. No living creatures come to his cell. Until now. <sighs> and we have to fight this guy? And you have to fight this guy. I bet he's none too happy. Oh, geez, Gary. Wow. You wrote that? I wasn't I paying that. attention. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <laughs> no, that was, that was, that was good. Horrified. That was really good. I was intrigued. So this is the headless, angry guard that we just fought is Gerda's Ward. Yep. Oh, yeah. I guess he was headless. He, we knew who he was, and he was oh, headless. Oh, I forgot we had his name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I forgot we had his name tag. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. He was still mad about it. Now, Gary, I think you missed the part in the story that you wrote where he said what cell the Splatterman was in. <laughs> well, he wasn't nice even try. sure of that one. No, I'm pretty sure he knew, and you just forgot to say it. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he'll tell you during the battle, which, <laughs> speaking of, we're rolling for initiative. Ah, <laughs> uh, and what, what, what shall, before we do that, can we describe what order we're in here? Yeah, so I put everybody standing next to the grate except Vivian, because I know from the description Gary gave last week, all the people with dark vision were looking, and I don't imagine Zenobia wasn't up looking as well. You're correct, I would be. And I'm playing Dwarfy again this week. So the way we have it is there, we're in the middle of a cell block. There is a the oubliette in the middle, which is a fancy word for a hole. And uh, <laughs> this wraith has flown out in it, so the wraith is hanging out in this square, and it's a it's a two by two square, so ten by ten feet. 
Mm-hmm. And then we just have a lineup of Roderick, Dwarfy, Zenobia, and Thurskel looking at the Wraith. And then Vivian is behind. She'd probably be one over Richard because she'd be behind Roderick because that was the one she was poking with her uh, guidance or mm. resistance. Yeah, that's right. Because we were trying to fight the effects of the spellbook. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And uh, just as an idea of what this guy looks like, and I'll put this on the Instagram page. Oh, yeah. This ah! is him. Oh, he's all smiley. Hey, he's got an axe like, is that like mine? It is. It looks identical to the one that you're carrying. Is his bleeding? No, his isn't bleeding. Well, I got one up on him. Is their skills that big? That is an enormous axe. Yeah, I thought it was just like a hand axe. It's a hand axe. But but it's comically large for the sake of the artwork. It's a scary ghosty axe. It looks like- It doesn't look like an axe that you'd do wood with. It looks like an axe you'd do people with. It's very Joker looking. Very much Yeah, the character is, yeah. Definitely the like a Roger Rabbit. No, whatever Joker that Jared Leto's was inspired by. Um, um, kind of his tattoo stuff, but then the 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 one that's the the cartoon that that really messed up one where Robin gets tortured and it's awful. Oh, the, Enough delaying. Yeah. Let's roll for initiative. Yeah. Yes, let's delaying. Roll for that initiative. Oh, oh, natural twenty. Start twelve. Start it off with this wasted natural twenty. <laughs> All right, let's get these initiatives. We have good initiative, which is great because we needed it. Vivian. 20. 20. Thurskill? 22. 22. Dwarfy? 20. He has a plus one. I have a plus one. Roll off. Roll, roll off. off. Is this our first roll off? Yep. I think it's the first roll off. 12. 5. <laughs> Dwarfy goes first. Dwarfy goes first. And Roderick? 19. 19. And Zenobia? 12. 12. All right. Zenobia can't see. <laughs> That's true. So she's going last. So. She's going to fight by touch. For one of the first times in this podcast, the bad guy's not going first. <sighs> Yay. This is a real oddity. It's a real <laughs> boon for us. Because I, I rolled low. Good. Keep he, it that way. He has a high initiative bonus, so he's still going before some of you. But Let's just keep that initiative low, shall we? Thurskel, you rode rolls. first. Well, Thurskel is going to do the only thing he can do, because he only has that one weapon, mm-hmm. is hit him with the axe. All right. I know it's a ghost, but... He's got nothing else. Is the wraith floating? Yes. He's floating around the hole, right? How far up? Uh, he's just basically hovering just right above the ground. Okay, so he's, he's low enough for Thurskill to hit him. Yeah. So Thurskill is going to walk around, you know, get behind him. Yeah, because this is a two by two square, and we rolled before to see which square the lopper was actually in, and we determined he was in the back. Right. So that's where Thurskill had to move around to. Right. So we'll take a picture of it. I took a little stroll around back. So I guess, should I do a religion check first or skip There's it? no reason not to. All right. Well, I'll do my religion check first. Good, because that was only a six plus religion is seven. Yeah, get that garbage out of here. Uh, seven? <laughs> yeah, you don't know much about this guy. All right. Then I'm going to hit him. This is not much better. It's it's uh, 12. That will be a swing and a miss. Mm. Alright, so we know a 12 won't hit him. Big surprise. 12 does not hit. Next up is Dwarfy. Alrighty, Dwarfy first is going to roll his knowledge religion check. 14. And a 14. It's enough to know that this is a wraith, and he's incorporeal. Mm. So, Dwarfy relays that to the group, and then he is going to, for his turn, cast Bless. So everybody in the party now has a plus one to attack rolls and a plus one to saving throws against fear effects. Oh, nice. Very good. Anything else for his round? He doesn't really want to move up yet. 
<laughs> he doesn't have to. I'm just giving him that option. He's going to move against one of the back walls, so he has the space to move somewhere else if he needs to. Got it. All right. Vivian. All right. Vivian's going to do her religion check. Uh, 16. So two points higher. Two points higher. I'll give you that he has channel resistance. Ooh. Okay. That's good to know. Good thing she doesn't have a lot of channels left. <laughs> so, panicked. I honestly didn't expect to have a high initiative. So because of this channel resistance, do you think my positive pulse would work? I think we've discussed before that that works like channel. Any any positive energy thing works like channel. Yeah, from and- my understanding of the rules, um, see, so for, for the cure spells, it says you're channeling positive energy to cast the cure spell. So I'd imagine this functions the same way as well. It says causes a wave of positive energy to spread. Yeah, I, th- I think focusing on the channel word is focusing on the wrong end of that mm-hmm. description. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not trying to argue. I'm just, uh, I don't care. I just want ruling. Ruling. We'll say if the cure spells count as a channel, then this is very similar to mm-hmm. that. It's the same type of positive energy mm-hmm. going into point. The difference is it's not channeled from you necessarily. It's yeah. You, pick the, mm-hmm. you designate the yeah. point. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so I'm not going to do that. Instead, she will cast bit of luck on Roderick because he's right in front of her and he's gonna need it. You guys ready for all these d20s I'm about to roll? (laughs) (laughs) Only if they're good. Well, that's the end of Vivian's turn. It is Roderick's turn. Alright, Roderick is gonna roll his knowledge religion and thanks to bit of luck he gets to roll that twice. Highest is a natural 18, so that is a 27. Uh, so you would know that this guy... Is he part haunt? No. Not a haunt. Not a haunt. Not a haunt. Do you yell that? Oh, yeah, he's going to relate everything he learns about this. Okay. So he's um, not a haunt. He's incorporeal. He's incorporeal. He resolves against touch. His attacks? Yes. Um, All right, that changes the spell I'm casting. That means if he wants to hit you, he doesn't... Like, it's just your touch AC, not your armor AC. Correct. Which makes sense, because yes. he's not actually hitting you. He just has to... He's ghosting you. He's going to woo inside you. Mm-hmm. And this guy also has a nifty ability that if he kills you... You come back as a ectoplasmic human. Mm, like the other room. All right, so he yells all this information out, and... I want to hear him yell it in his accent. He is incorporeal. Your armor will not protect you against him. He can reach straight through it. Is it a haunt? It is not a haunt. <laughs> yeah, you forgot to yell the most important piece. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, then. Uh, uh, will holy water work? Holy water works. Oh, but but the, you know, 50% not incorporeal. Yeah. Gotcha. Because it's a corporeal source. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So what Roderick is going to do now is he's going to activate his spell combat ability, and it is going to involve casting an arcane spell. So I think that that means he has to roll the will save. He does. And you have a Out. plus one, and then you get to roll twice. Is that a fear effect? Yes. Okay. So I do get the plus one from Bless, and I get to roll twice because of a bit of luck. But you also got the guidance. Oh, yeah. So plus two. Plus okay, two. So this is a pretty good chance. Natural 19. So. Ah, yes. Ah, You're good. Yay, yay, yay. All right, so the first level spell he casts is Magic Missile. All right. And since he is third level, he fires two Magic Missiles. And... Because it's a force spell, that all goes too. Yes, it all will go through. So roll these d4s. A one and a two, naturally. (laughs) Plus whatever. Yeah, so that is five points of force damage, which fortunately all goes through. It does. Very nice. All right, so now he's going to spend an arcane pool point to magically enhance his... He had his warhammer out because of the skeleton. So he's magically enhancing his warhammer to be plus one and magical. All right. And he's going to take his five foot step forward. Does he have to roll that save again? Anytime he casts a spell. So is that a spell? That is not a spell. Oh, cool. And he's going to roll twice for his attack roll. 
A natural 19. Very nice. That'll hit. All right, so now he's going to roll his damage. Come on. Don't get to roll that twice, unfortunately. One. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Richard. Sorry, it's a one on the die. That's a total of five. So he takes two and a half. (laughs) Two. Round it down, yeah. (laughs) Oh, Richard. Well, he hit with both spells. Really? He did very well. It's just just such Richard damage. I don't know. (laughs) D4s just suck. (laughs) They do. All right, it is the Lopper's turn, and he looks like he's got Thurskull to one side. I'm behind him, he can't see me. He's got Thurskull and Roderick, and Roderick. catty-cornering him. So I'm going to roll a d4 to see who he attacked. Although I'm leaning toward Roderick just because Roderick actually just hit him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's exactly how it should go. <laughs> hey, look, I rolled Roderick. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> the dice don't lie. You never said what, what numbers were which. I knew in my head. <laughs> He'll tell you when it matters. All right. Crack die. Guessing a 12 does not hit. Touch AC. Against touch? A 12, a 12 does hit touch. Oh, okay. Unless it's not against touch. It is against touch. I just keep forgetting how low touch AC can be. So you take five points of negative energy damage and three points of bleed. Oh my goodness, that's not good. Uh Uh-oh. As he slashes through you with that spectral axe and an actual wound opens up on you and you start bleeding. Ooh. Ooh. And as you do that, the blood that starts pulling from where he hits you lifts up off of him (gasps) and turns into this black smoke and goes to him. Ew. Oh, I bet it healed him. (sighs) All the damage he just did went away. Well, not all of it, but a lot of it. This is not voting well. That's, that's not good. And then he is also going to hover back. That will provoke. That's fine. So, uh, <laughs> so he's going to hover away about 10 feet, which will provoke from those the two of you that are threatening. All right. And I get to roll that twice as well. Mm-hmm. But one was a natural one. Just throw that out. Really? The other one was a 18. 18 hits. Yay. 16. 16 does not hit. <laughs> Man. That's better. That's a four, so eight damage. Eight damage. So it takes some of that. Takes one uh, furious swing as he's running away. Next up is Zenobia. So I'm going to put away the haunt saber. Mm-hmm. Quick draw holy water vial. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to study. All Very right. good. And I'm going to stay in place. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, you can't move because you're studying. Yeah. I can't move because I'm studying. There's no point to me swinging a flail that just exactly. I'll no, pop myself in the head with. It's a very good strategic move. That's very fitting. And that's my turn, I think. It is. All right. Thurskel, back to you. <laughs> I mean, he really can't do anything but swing the axe. Mm-hmm. This magical axe. At least it's magical. It is. Um, but it's his, so... I'm excited to see hurt. what happens when you hit. Yeah, I'm excited for you to hit. Well, I mean, yeah... <laughs> I hate to disappoint, but... You want Rick to roll for you? <laughs> no, yeah, because I don't want you to roll for me. <laughs> That's true. Can we just have my okay. mom roll for everyone? So, if I turn on power attack, mm-hmm. does that mean that my touch is lowered too? Your AC? Yeah. It doesn't lower your AC at all. It only lowers your two hit. Yeah. Oh, two hit. Okay, never mind. But I'm still blessed, right? Yes. <laughs> Child, you blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> so, I just turned on power attack. Okay. Natural 20. Oh! oh. <laughs> Excellent. Very good. Now roll Just to confirm. Natural 18. <gasps> that is a confirmed critical. <sighs> All right. 
right, so do I do a crit I'm so, card? I'm so freaking excited. We'll draw, we'll draw the crit card, see if it actually affects this creature. I am, you've never needed to roll so well. <laughs> Pain and simple. Ooh. Double damage <gasps> and 2d6 non-lethal. Okay. Undead he, or immune to He will not take the non-lethal, but he will take the... Double damage, the double which is the important Which, since you have an axe, will be triple damage. Oh, really? What yes, and use power attack, so oh, the power attack bonus is triple. power attack. You're so good, Philip. That was so good. So he gets triple because of he, he induced this power attack? No, because it's an axe. It's the weapon type. All right, so... Uh, oh, gets triple, da- triple damage. You roll three hit. times. Four on the die. Yeah. Four. Eight. Three. Eleven. Four. All right. So that, that was just the die. Yeah. And then my, uh, to hit, uh, the damage is plus six. All right, so that would be plus 18. So 11, 11 plus 18, 18, 29. 29, I knew that one. 29? So we are with damage? Yes. I mean, there's nothing else, right? Nine. Well, I mean, we don't know what the what the Lopper's Axe is going to do, but that's what it would just do if it was a standard magical axe. That's it. Roll one more d6. Mm. Four. Four. All so right. 33. 33. <gasps> and... Uh, all of that goes. Oh my, oh my god! Ah. Yes. Ah. <laughs> oh my. Did gosh. I call this? Did I call? This? Yeah, you called that. Oh my gosh! That is excellent. Use their weapons against them. Vivian, use bit of luck on him next time. <laughs> He's over there, Rodney. Yeah, over the oubliette. She can't. Yes, she can. <laughs> <laughs> so that definitely hurt him. He's not very happy about that. Wow. Dwarfy is up next. Philip, that was the best thing you've ever done. Seriously. Agreed. <laughs> I think that's the best hit you've you've had. I quit. This has been fun, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna go out on a peek? It's not poker, Philip. You have to keep playing. <laughs> so Dwarfy, understanding that this creature is incorporeal, is going to cast magic weapon on his Warhammer. And he's going to move that's up twenty feet. Idea. And he moves up twenty feet closer to the lopper. And there's nowhere close to him because dwarves are slow. <laughs> <laughs> and he's well, not running. He double move? No, because he, he casts he a spell. He casts a spell. All right. Wait, does does that mean he has to take that penalty that Richard took earlier? Nope. No. Okay. This is on itself. Correct. Vivian. And Vivian's going to run around, prance around the ovulet and come up to Thurska. And she's like, oh, Thurska, that was very great. Do that again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> Hair flip. And uh, Vivian gives him a little tap on the butt. <laughs> Very good. Double-handed. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Roderick. All right, Roderick. Uh, he's going to try to cast a magic missile again, but don't, he... Don't forget to take your bleed first. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Three more bleed. What about your sponges? Yeah, the bleed block. Blood block. I have it. It doesn't work immediately. You still have to make a heal check. So I'm torn because me bleeding is healing him, right? Yes. Um. Mm. So, oh, how far down are you? I'm down nine right now, but here's what I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, go for a broke, and I'm going to attempt to cast an arcane spell again and roll that will save. Okay. Natural one. Mm. Oh, no. Right before you cast that spell, you're racked with fear and you hold on to your spell. So he still, that doesn't waste his turn, right? Yeah, still... it does. It does waste oh. his turn. Because casting sucks. a spell is. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, what a loser. This is not the Roderick show today. It's never the Roderick show. So it is the Lobber's turn, and their skills right there in front of him, who just Ooh. did this big old hit against him. Ooh. 20 against touch. <gasps> That'll hit. Uh. So their skill takes four points of negative energy damage and four points of bleed. 
And just as what happened with Roderick, as that cut opens up on Thurskel, the blood trickles out, t- turns into a dark mist, and flies over to the lopper. That's really gross. This guy sucks. <laughs> Literally. And you notice, not only does that blood just go straight from him, but it also is continuing to go from Roderick as well. Uh, so they both uh, fly out and converge to him. And he will hover around toward Zenobia. Which good, then I don't have to step. Like there? To meet him. Does that, that provoke? That does provoke from Thurskill again. Mm-hmm. Does it provoke oh, wait, from me? Wait, does that mean I'd lose no. my no. bit of luck? No. Okay. No. Oh, so. No, you still have bit of luck. Well, so does bit of luck count for this provoked attack? Yes, it's the entire round. Of my, of like my turn, basically. Okay, so I'll get yeah, it this until time your next, next time. Gotcha. Okay. So you get to roll twice on this. So. Uh, no, 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 no. Ah, uh, natural 18. Oh, oh yeah. Go. That was yeah. luck. Total of power attack was still on, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, so, I mean, eight, 18 plus 7. So, yeah, that's going to hit. That definitely hits. And then I roll. 2d6, right? Because it's his... You do get that extra d6. Okay. So... Four. I just keep rolling fours. Six. So ten plus... Wait, why did you roll 2d6? One was the extra d6 from the effect of the axe. Ten plus six is 16. 16? Sorry, I caught it, but I think we might have rolled over that. You said that he's rolling an extra d6 because of the effect of the lopper's axe. It is. But what was the first d6? The actual damage. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought it was a different Weapons die. Weapons have damage dice, Noel. I thought it was a different die, and I thought he was trying to roll 2d6 with the with the um, the bit of luck. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Oh, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, no, no. So what was your total damage? Uh, 16. 16. All right. And next up is Zenobia. So I pour the holy water on my flail. Can't you do that without provoking Yes. Yes. Okay. And I strike with it. Do it. Roll it. Come on, Zenobia. Yes, 17 plus... Um, How does she do it? It's a natural 17? Yeah, natural 17. Does that hit? That, that'll hit. That hits. That'll do. Just so don't worry about the bonuses. Whatever you add up. So now just do the damage. Yeah, and so we know that it, the flail doesn't do any damage, but your holy water damage is now going to Yeah, so don't even worry about the flail. Just do the... Uh, the holy water damage. 2d4. 2d4? Yes. Mm-hmm. Damn it, it should be 2d6. <laughs> <laughs> Plus one for my study. Oh, right. The holy water damage isn't increased. That's only weapon damage. Oh, so uh, never mind. Well, four points. It's the best I can do. Four points? Hey. That's something. Should take some of that. Some of the holy water? Yes. And Because it's, it's a physical source, so it's cut in half. Can okay. I step back? Yep. Five foot step? Mm-hmm. I finally learned that one after nearly getting killed a few times. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, move him five feet up with her. Uh-oh. Oh, he has Uh-oh. step up. He has no. step up. Man, this guy's not messing around. But it's like he's a boss or something. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> All right, Thurskel, it is your turn. Well, I'm chasing him. I'm going to step up myself. <laughs> this is so funny. It's a horrifying ring around the rosy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that mean that I got flank on him too? If you moved here, yes. And now I do. Uh-huh. This is like a horrifying ring around the rosy. Just but- running around this obulet. Okay, so... Trying to fall in. Roll one, 17. Uh, but I get a second roll, but that mm-hmm. one would hit anyway. Yeah, it natural 17. See if you can roll yeah. a natural yeah. 20. See if you can roll the 20. See if you can roll the Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, no. Now it's 18. 
18 is the total. Uh-huh. 18 hits. Yay. Yes. Okay, so... So, 15. 15? Wow. You're doing good with that axe. This is horrifying. Are you... Is Thurskel yelling anything while he's running around chasing this wraith? Um, what would Thurskel say? No, Thurskel is actually... He is, uh, very upset. Probably gonna rage next round. Ah. But only if he gets hurt some more. Gotcha. So, no, he's just... He's focused and just... After this guy. Speaking of, since it was your 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 round, take your three points of bleed. Or four points. It's four points of bleed. This guy isn't dead yet? Nope. Jeez, how many hit points does he have? A lot. Evidently. Some would say he's like a boss or something. Mm-hmm. I said that. I said that. <laughs> you know what? Thurskill's a boss. <laughs> Thurskill well, is. He is with his axe. He's a boss <laughs> it up right now. All right. Dwarfy. It is Dwarfy's turn. <laughs> He's a poor little dwarfy. <laughs> He's able to make it this time. <laughs> That's a corner. He does make it over. Well, I, I mean, it's not, a corner. It's not high enough to over. count as cover, I wouldn't think. No, it's on the floor. Right. Natural 18. Oh, man, dwarfy. He's swinging with this warhammer, by the way. I forgot to specify. Magically enhanced warhammer. Magically enhanced warhammer. Magically enhanced warhammer. Yes, and he does nine points. Nine points. I'll let you cut that in half. <laughs> Got it. Vivian. Your turn. Vivian's gonna hold. Vivian holds. Mm-hmm. She's gonna stand over there for delay. Is it the end of the round? What? Isn't she the last in the order? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm like second or third. Third. Okay. She's gonna delay. Delayed. Roderick. All right, Roderick's gonna try it one more time. He's gonna roll the will save. Try to cast the same spell again. All right. Come on, don't be boring. <laughs> Natural nineteen on the will save. All right, so you cast the spell. All right. And here comes two more magic missiles out of his finger. Uh, six points of force damage. Six points of force. Also, um, did he have to take more bleed damage? Yes, he does. And Roderick bleeds for three more. For three more? How do you know it's three? Because that was the bleed, bleed I took. Oh, I thought you had to re roll it every round. It stays the same each mm. round. So I have it's four usually how every round. Every round. Mm. You take four. It is now Little Lopper's turn. And he's surrounded by friends. He is. He's going to roll at Zenobia this time. Ooh, 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 ooh. 23 against touch. Well, that hits. Two points of negative energy damage and three points of bleed. What does that mean? It means that you're... <laughs> now, nah, don't make fun of me. It means that you're bleeding, meaning it's an open wound. Uh- where do I take it off? That's really what I'm asking oh, it's, mechanically. It's your, hit, your hit points. It just ticks off every round so, that is your turn. So technically, is, you don't take the bleed damage yet. You'll take it next round. Which, so, actually, you'll take it on your next turn, which I'm is sorry. next. Oh, which is next. Oh, wait. Okay. Then I, so I took take, extra well, hold on. damage then? Because I counted it if as soon you, as you, you told me. It, if you ticked it twice, then give you give yourself four points back. Okay. So, but actually, uh, Vivian wants to step in before Zenobia's turn. Okay, okay. But just so, I take two negative energy, and what was the bleed damage? Don't take it, because Vivian's going to channel now. Okay, but she... After hers, he, too. He, he's yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, going yeah. to move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's like, don't, take, don't worry about your bleed Where's he going? Damage, he's yeah. going to roll acrobatics to avoid the attack of opportunity. All the attacks of opportunity. <laughs> it's a 17. This is against what? your CMD. My CMD? 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 D is a dog? Yes. No. Yes. And what about yours, Mom? Thurskill's vicious. I'm sorry, which one is this? CMD? I rolled really low on that one. I'm sorry, it's on the left side. It's under combat maneuvers. He has a very high acrobatics. He so beats Dwarfy, though. Richard, Richard, Richard. 
17. Hers is 17, exactly, so he beat her. Okay. Alright, so Thurskill. Thurskill gets the attack of opportunity. Let's see. And I don't think it's... He's not... 18 on the die. Nice. Oh my goodness. That'll hit. Thank you. Man, what a... You're on fire You've just been storing it. Really? Six. Three, that's nine. Plus six is a number that I don't know. Nine plus six is 15. All right. Oh my goodness, he's still up. He's still up. If we didn't have the axe, we'd have never beat this guy. Yeah. Isn't that what they said? <laughs> Good thing we do. All right. So Vivian wanted to, to jump in. Yeah, Vivian wanted to step in now, and she can see everyone, correct? Yeah, it looks like it. So she is going yep. to channel to heal. All right. And those of us who are bleeding, it will stop the bleeding okay. as well. That's why she told me not to worry about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And once again, I am at 2d6 now. Yay. Five points of healing. So it's not great, but it does stop everyone's bleeding. It does stop the bleeding, which also stops his healing. So do I get back the two points I just lost? Yep. And if you were down any bit, like I was at 27, I'm now back up to max. I actually hadn't been hit until that point. Mm-hmm. So five points of healing for everyone. And then next up... Oh, it- I'm sorry. She's going to move. Uh, can she... Can she get in your thirst go? Yeah. Yeah, get yeah, loop me around. We're just all doing a all around the mulberry bush. <laughs> <laughs> just run around, follow the leader. So this new layout is so we've got this the square in the middle that the the dude came out of and um now we've got Roderick on a corner. The I can't this, who is the he? Raid. Lopper. The Lopper. Um, the looper. I was going to say Splatterman, so not him. Lopper and then Zenobia, so they're like making a little L. And then we've got a lineup about five feet back of Dwarfy, Thurskel, and Vivian all just looking tough. And Thurskel probably just looking horrifying. Does he got like ectoplasm dripping on his uh, axe now or something? No, it's just still still bleeding. Ugh. No, I'm imagining that the blood that drips from the axe is getting just all over him. Oh, oh yeah, it's, like it's, as floating. It's the bleeding axe. It's, isn't it floating? No, the, no, ble- no, the, the, the our blood axe. was floating. The axe was dripping blood, so it's yeah, just getting all over him, so he's just I mean, like, a bar- a, like a barbarian. A barbarian. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just covered in blood. Uh-huh. Gross. All right. But it's starting to really invigorate you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Some yes. might call it a blood rage. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is now Zenobia's turn. So I can quick draw another holy water, yes, and apply it to my... You don't need to reapply because it's still active from the last round. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You don't even need to do oh, that. That's great. So I don't, two rounds. So I don't have to... I don't lose, uh, I don't lose another holy water. Yeah, so you can just I go can just, right in. I could just go now, right into the damage. Do you want right? to move five feet so that you're flanking with Roderick? Oh, excellent. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Vivian. So you I was get, stunned before. You won't get any of the sneak attack damage because it's uh, weapon damage, but you it will reduce his AC by two. It will. Very nice. It's a good idea. <laughs> I was going to take a five-foot step afterwards, but it's more beneficial yes. to do it now. Yeah. So I just roll for damage? You got to hit first with your yeah, weapon. Yeah, I rolled a hit. It's holy. <laughs> I rolled a 10 plus 6. 16. Well, then the two 16. for the AC. Plus the two, uh, six, 17, 18. Okay, so I was going to subtract it, but you added it. That works, too. Yeah. Uh, so that hits exactly. Oh, man. Good, All right. Good tactical move. That was close. Roll 2d4. You wouldn't have been able to hit him if you hadn't moved. You're right. Absolutely. I never used to believe in the importance of the five-foot step, but I learned my lesson. <laughs> now that you're playing a martial character. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. I was always playing a magic character. I never cared that much. Uh, five points. Five points? So, two. Mm-hmm. And now the holy water power on your flail is fading away. Yes. Thurskel, it is your turn. Vivian's sitting right next to me? 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hold. Nay. <laughs> he knows what he wants. Dwarfy. Dwarfy is going to move up. Oh, good man. Good man. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> I know what you were looking Dwarf at. Dwarfy's making a tactically good choice of where he stood, which is <laughs> not in Thursko's way. Mm-hmm. And he's going to swing with his magically enhanced Warhammer. Uh, that's a natural eight. So. <laughs> swing and a miss. 14. 14 will miss. Swing. Bada, 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 bada. He's trying his best. Hey. He hasn't had his drinks yet. Mm-hmm. He's, al- he's also terrified. <laughs> Roderick. All right, so here's what Roderick's going to do. He sees that Thurskill's uh, pumping up and getting ready to, to run up behind this guy. He's going to take a five-foot step in a corner in order to give Thurskill flanking whenever he shows up. And now I'm going to I'm going to play the dice here. Well, that does that provoke an attack? No, five-foot no, five foot step never okay. provokes. No. So I'm going to play the dice here. The first thing I'm going to do is roll a concentration check to try to cast Brand without provoking an attack of opportunity. That is a failure, so... <laughs> <laughs> I guess the other thing is, I think I still need to roll the will save anyway, because I was still trying to cast the spell. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to roll that. I failed that too, so. <laughs> so for two reasons you don't cast the spell. <laughs> Do you have a weapon out? That's the question. He does, yeah. Then you're good. He's a magus. He has a weapon out. Mm-hmm. So it's now the lopper's turn. I thought it was Vivian first. Vivian dropped in the initiative order because she delayed. Yep. <laughs> you could insert yourself now since you delayed. No, I was... It's okay. It the plan should still work. Okay. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Well, now we told Gary he knows what the plan is. I figured out the plan earlier. <laughs> 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 All right. So he's going to roll to attack. At this point, nobody's really hit him in a while. That's right beside him. So I'm going to roll to see who he swings at. The plan is for us to hit the lopper. I think he knew what the plan was <laughs> with our weapons. <laughs> so is that Roderick, Dwarfy, and Zenobia in yep. his reach? That is correct. So one and two is Roderick, three and four is Dwarfy, uh, five and six is Zenobia. Six. Shit. Ouch. <laughs> that would be eight twenty-three against touch. Well, that hits. That would hit regular AC. Yes. So would the other one. That's exactly what he rolled before. I know, maybe he rolled twenty-four. <laughs> that would be six points of negative energy damage and six points of bleed. Mm-mm. Did so, you roll max on both? I did. So it's a it's a total of 12 down, right? Uh, well, six now and six on your next turn. Mm-hmm. I think that's so stupid you don't take bleed at the same time. It takes a while for a death yeah, to happen. Yeah. Well, you'd take it twice in one round then if it wasn't that way. That's true. Fair enough. And it's too hard to remember, oh, I took that round, so I don't. I won't take it when it's my turn. Yeah. I'll have to remember the next yeah. time. So does that mean the Lopper doesn't get his six back until she bleeds? Correct. Oh, okay. So kill him now. Kill him! Kill him now, yes. All right, and he will also... Hover no. back away. No, he wants to stay exactly another where he is. acrobatics check. Which way is he going? He's going straight that way. It's a natural 19 to avoid the uh, attack of opportunity. He makes it, Gary. He makes it. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be somewhere in the ballpark of a 28. Well, that's just bragging, saying that. <laughs> Somehow you spit on me from all the way over there. He, <laughs> he giggles and does cartwheels, a la Joker. Uh. Vivian, it is your turn. Bit of luck on Thurskel. Bit of luck to Thurskel. Okay, so um, can you I... You insert yourself there? Does she move? Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then she'll move into the corner between Roderick and Zenobia. Okay, so um, I want to get um, on his Elizabeth side. On his Elizabeth what? side. <laughs> is that what you mean? Right yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> you wanna get the- so, so the next person can... 
get up and get him. You want to get up behind before him? Before we do that, he is going to uh, start his rage. Yeah, right. he hasn't done this very this. much. He's I just going to go. This. His eyes start. He's really mad he's not are, dead yet. Yeah, no, his eyes are glowing red. And, but you really can't tell because of all the blood that's on his face. Ugh. And he's going to make his first swing. That's not going to do it. Good thing you get a second chance. All right. Uh, that is a 25. Oh. 25 will definitely hit. What did you roll? I rolled a 16, but I have a plus that's 9 to hit. Wow. Nice. Raging. Power attack, wow. raging, and magic. Mm-hmm. And you uh, you grew claws, right? I did grow claws. So can I take my... I can take my Do you claw attack, too, right? Yeah. You would take a penalty to it, and I think you have to declare that before you roll. Yeah. Okay. But I just meant you look terrifying. Is this where I was yes. going with? It's not corporeal, so well, of course uh, they're yeah, magical. Unless your claws are magical. They are not magical yet. Yeah. Yeah. So they will be one day. It. But it looks good. All right. Roll that damage. Um, That is... Nine points of damage. Don't forget your second D6. Yeah, did you roll the second D6? That is a three plus eight. Eleven, Eleven points of damage. You said nine last time. Wait, is it, do I roll, take the better result? No. no you're adding both yeah. Oh, I'm at, why am I adding both? Because of the, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so one plus three is four plus eight is twelve. Twelve points of damage. He's still standing. This guy. Is now Zenobia's turn, so take that six points of bleed, and he will heal. This guy's a punk. <laughs> there have been, uh, and other campaigns, lots of character death in this room. Ooh. Oh, so we're doing pretty good? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, huh? we, we rolled that crit. Like, Philip rolled that crit. Like That's true, he rolled that crit. And we got, we had good initiative. Yeah. yeah, good initiative, rolled the crit. Like, this is going way better than it could have. All right, well, let's not, let's not jinx it. <laughs> so... Wait, whose turn is it? Help, it's mine. Help, help, oh. me with the, help me with the mechanics. I can quick draw and inoculate my flail. Well, you drew you drew your holy water already, so you have it out. So you could swift action, apply it, move action, move up, and then standard action swing. Okay, so that's what I'm doing. All right. I don't like this blood going from me to him, and it's yeah, still, that would probably really still studied. So. Yep. So you get a she has a plus two extra two to attack, right? Oh, natural eighteen. Hey, doesn't That'll matter. Do. There you go. That'll hit. So 2d4. I don't know why you put them back. You're going to use Because I don't want my 20 to bounce off. <laughs> Fair enough. Four. Jeez. Four. All right. Not been especially effective. But hitting. Also, Zenobia got us to this point. This is true. <laughs> Can I, I can't do anything at this point, right? Correct. Correct. Did but, I? And I don't get any flanking because I had to run up and do it. it wasn't no, me. you you have the flank for to reduce his AC, but you don't get any sneak attack damage because that's weapon damage. Right. But, oh, oh, got it. But you're also helping Thurskull because of his reduced AC. Mm-hmm. All right, Dwarfy. All right, Dwarfy, seeing Zenobia bleeding profusely, is going to walk up to her and use one of his fervors for the day to heal her for two points which isn't much, but does stop the bleed. It does stop the bleed. So, Dwarfy's being so helpful. <laughs> hey, I'm happy. So I can add two points back to my total, and I don't have to take that six points next time. Correct. Next up is Roderick. All right. Uh, Roderick is just going to walk up and attack. 16. 16 will not hit. Mm. Bummer. Super bummer. All right. It is now the Lopper's turn. He is going to... Roderick hit him last... <laughs> yeah, tried to it. Anyway. He actually didn't hit him. He missed. He missed. Zenobia uh, hit him last. Yeah, I hit him last. I kind of tickled him. I didn't really hit him. 
He's going to go for Thursko because Thursko's been doing the most damage. <laughs> By a substantial margin. Natural 20. No! Uh-oh. An eye for an eye. All that good stuff. Yeah, because this is going to confirm. There's no way it wouldn't. So it gets touch. 18 to confirm. Yeah. Ugh. Uh-oh. Like, usually with crits, though, you don't double the bleed. No, that doesn't get doubled. Nice try, Gary. I said it doesn't. <laughs> so you take a whopping six points of negative energy damage <laughs> and three points of bleed. <laughs> On my next turn. On your next turn. That was a crit? Oh, boy, wait. sure, I'm glad that wasn't worse. Yeah, it was a crit. Seriously. He doesn't do a lot of damage. He's yeah. just hard to kill. That makes it's sense. It's healing bleeding, himself bleeding. with the bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and he will acrobatics move out of the way again. Oh, sweet. That provokes from everybody, right? Just kind of here. It does. And that is a 24. So that'll beat everybody. Yeah, he, the way. Yep. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. All right, Vivian, it is your turn. All right. <laughs> Vivian's hustling up to Thursko. <laughs> Bit of luck. <laughs> We've now made at least one lap around the, the room. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone has made one full lap, I think, except Zenobia. <laughs> Just because of the turn order. Yeah. Let's just follow the leader. You're doing very good there, Skull. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too bad it's not a video. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Can you put that on our oh. Instagram? Can you do a boomerang of that? <laughs> no. <laughs> you sure? I do not want my face on the internet. Seriously. <laughs> Serious. Hey, let, let's record Philip acting like a fool. That'll be <laughs> the best thing to put up. But everybody will love that. They would. Um, All right. So. Especially if you know me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thurskel, it is your turn. Oh, is it? Okay. Yep. Well. And you could outright kill him in this round. Well, let's outright get up to him first. <sighs> Please, Thurskel. Roll it again. It's a hit. But I'm going to roll to see if I can get that 20. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. <laughs> so what did you roll? Uh, total, it was uh, 20, uh, 25. You hit. That yeah. definitely hits. <laughs> and I get 5. 4. That's 9. Plus 8. 17. 17. And with that strike, Thurskel slices completely <gasps> through the wraith, slicing this wraith in half which is something you wouldn't expect to be able to happen, and he just fades into nothingness. Yes! There's still way to go. So that's six points of bleed damage that I take? Oh, you're still bleeding. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I said, six points of bleed damage? Yes. We're going to heal you before that, though. Good. Okay, but uh, also, since I'm out of my rage, I'm now tired. (laughs) I need a nap. Oh, Thurskill, that was so wonderful, and Vivian's going to channel for everyone once more wait do you channel before or after i take the bleed damage it would, I, it would be after because that was on your turn okay. yeah six points but you don't take any more of the bleed yes. Roderick's almost at full now so that's good and thurskel after you slice the lopper in half the axe falls from your hand <gasps> yeah yeah you're released you're released from the haunt this is great yeah, no, because I killed his face. But you could still use it, right? He could still use mm-hmm. the axe. Is it still, still magical? It. It's still magical. Okay. Pick, pick, I'll hold on to it. There's, there's go pick it up again. So Thurskill reaches down. <sighs> He's so tired, though. Uh, <sighs> he picks it up, and he shakily lifts it off the ground. Mm-hmm. Is it stuck in his hand again? And then he opens his hand. And it drops. 
Yay! Oh, good. Now it's just a weapon. Also, is it still bleeding? It is not still bleeding. Okay. Hmm. Yay. Is it just a regular plus one hand axe now? It is. That there is, is... There are still some other properties to it, but you won't know those until you... Run across them. Run across them. Okay. We could sell it. That'd probably be, probably it saved our lives. Why would we sell it? <laughs> I'm just saying. Could Roderick study it tonight and <laughs> see if he could figure out what those extra oh, properties X. are? He can oh, try. X. That's the, your answer for everything. So reveal your You can try. Well, if he does the right thing. Well, so, I mean, you can try. Listen, so, we've got to clear this room before we do anything else. That's true. Did he have any treasure besides this axe? Not physically on him, but uh, those that can see down the 30 feet into the pit, give me a perception check. Oh, I can't. Well, there is light. A uh, natural 19 for Roderick. Doesn't matter. All right. So you see his broken and twisted body... Uh, laying on the ground, uh, and he does look like he has some items with him. I'm not going down. I'll go. Uh, I'll go down. Aren't you tired? I'm so tired. <laughs> I want to search around all these cells, and I want to knock against walls, and I want to look for hidden things. Yeah, yeah, my my climb is. I'm able to just make the climb because of Take ten, my climb, right? right? Right. So you'll probably want to use another rope because that one is just good thing broken. we have more. Good yes, thing we no, have rope. We do have yes. rope. Because otherwise that rope would go about 10 feet. I believe we actually stated that we left one of the grappling hook assemblies. And, and we the, have our other and one. And we took the other. And then each of I us took has my rope collapsible too. one. Yeah. And then each of us has rope too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I think that I think uh, Elizabeth is right, though. We should check all these rooms first just to make sure nothing's going to pop out. And then... Actually, no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. But my climb is now just plus three because I'm fatigued. This well, aren't you only fl- fatigued for one round, though? That's true. But yeah, two so rounds. I, I did it for two rounds. We'll let you okay. sit. Yeah. It'll be fine. So, so 12 seconds. Just wait 12 seconds. While they're setting up climb. the rope. And since none of and us want to go down, and, and you've already said you'd do it. Looking around the room, you look around all these other cells around this area. Uh, you tap on the walls, look for secret doors. You don't find anything. Okay. All right. So Thurskull catches his breath, and down he goes. Beep, boop, beep, boop. So while I'm down here and looking, I rolled a, a 19 on mine plus four, so I got 23 perception. Okay. But after I let's let's find what I find first. All right. So with that, uh, you find uh, the lopper's bones, obviously down there. You find a skull, just a separate skull. Uh, oh, that's. I bet the, I know who that yeah. is. Down there, uh, you also find a coin purse with some money in it. Uh, it actually has 120 gold pieces. Wow. You find a masterwork, broken masterwork, heavy crossbow. Ooh. You find a masterwork longsword. You find a heavy mace. Ooh. You I'm f- interested in that. You find a stone. Just, just a stone. And a ring. What kind of stone? I can't so far, detect all you magic know is a stone. on either. So I mean, <laughs> no, but I mean, you, do you mean like is it's a pebble, like a rock, or it's like a right stone or a gemstone? That's what I'm looking for. It's faceted, or it's just a. It looks different than other stones. It looks like something he'd want to pick up. It's not just a rock. Does it have a fossil in it? Because Thursko would pick up a fossil. It's a it's a mosquito in amber. <laughs> That's not life, a stone. Life it, finds a way. It's regular stone, but he would notice it's something different because it's shaped like a cube. Oh, oh. okay. So it's, it's been formed. Cool. Yes. Yes. It's a bit from Tron. Yeah. 
Okay, so... Um, so Thirsko calls up and goes, Hey, you guys, I found a skull. Do you think it's that guy that tried to kill us before? Perhaps, but priests don't... Should, th- should I give it back? Yes, bring it up, Thirsko. Uh, all right, I'll bring it back. And then I found a crossbow. Who likes crossbows? I like crossbows. I'll Just get you a crossbow. Bring it all up and we can bring start it all with up, that yes. when you're And the only other two things I found was a ring and a rock. You didn't find any money. Nope, not a penny. <laughs> no, he tells me about that. There's the money. no ring. You didn't there was no ring. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was, was a ring and a rock. Yes. Oh I missed the ring. Okay. Um I love how oh, you argue on. about inventory. <laughs> it it helps if I read the whole paragraph. Oh. The ring is a ring of keys. It's not just a ring. It's a ring of keys. Aha! Ooh, so a ring of keys. Does that mean that when you wear it, you can open any door? Uh, No. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) It's a physical ring of just actual keys on it. Oh, I'd say bring that up. All right. I think we also need to bring up the lopper's remains. Unless we want to go down into this oubliette again at the... I say get that while you're down there. I mean, yeah, might as well. Yes, bring them up. So are you making multiple trips carrying all this stuff? I no, would say we'd use is, another rope. and Yeah, no, throw a backpack down there, and I'll yeah. put everything up, and yeah. you'll hoist it, and yeah. then give me the rope back. All right. When, we have plenty of rope. When he brings the lopper's bones up, do we see... Vivian wants to look at them, and does she see the, the malformity of the, the brakes? Legs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's just like, oh, dear. His legs are like cricket legs. They're backwards. Yes, is it weird to feel sympathy for such a monster? I don't think so. No. I think it would be inhuman to not feel horror and sympathy for this broken person. Thurskill just his eyes dart around the room. <laughs> he feels no sympathy for him. <laughs> That's okay. You're not human. Well, I mean, also, you didn't hear his thoughts. <laughs> I, d- I don't know if any of us really noticed. Uh, Roderick didn't. Does this Is this telling me something about Thurskill, or is he still haunted? What? No. Thurskill does not feel symphony. Uh, no. He doesn't no, feel it- symphonies <laughs> for... <laughs> For a, a feeling mur- sympathies is so hard. A murderer, uh, and a, a, a psychopathic murderer at that. I mean, he does not. It, sorry, I'm sorry that you uh, grew that's up. That's okay, like that, but but he doesn't say okay. anything. You don't know. Yeah. You don't, that's just all going on in Thurskill's mind. It's all okay. Vivian says it's like no, it, it's okay to feel sympathy. Um, it doesn't it doesn't forgive their crimes, but it's important for everyone to remember. Started out as a human. I don't know. It's important to remember something. I couldn't. I don't know where I was going with that line. Something. Something clericky and and poetic. Well, this is all very confusing. Can you tell me if any of these are magical? <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> Can you detect? Yeah, are you going to detect magic on this backpack full of junk? Yes. Sorry, I was. I my my brain split. I really don't want to look at the stuff until we're back resting. Yeah. Because you yeah, can tell that wanna, Vivian looks exhausted. I don't want to take anything corrupting into the our, our safe haven. Yeah, that was kind of what he was thinking. Is we want to figure out what this is. It wasn't haunted or, before you took it away. I at least want to be upstairs. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Um, Like in the guards room. But uh, she doesn't want to take the bones up there. And no. so she's... So Vivian's kind of... Um, you, you're talking about the, the items. And Vivian's kind of like tapping her, her chin with her finger. Kind of looking at the bones like, oh, dear, what to do? What to do with these? And she's... Pour holy water on them. That's what. That's my answer to everything. Yeah. It's like, it's yes. like soy sauce. Yes, <laughs> Pour some holy water on it. <laughs> yes, I have noticed that's your answer. Um, Dwarfy, what do you think? When you found bones before, Vivian, didn't you do like a knowledge religion and find out that those bones needed to go back to water? That's I mean, good. I, I could do knowledge he, religion. For that, but for the last haunt or monster that we fought, we smashed them up. We smashed up the priest's bones. Father Charlotte. Yes, we did, and we and we put poured soy sauce on them. We yep, put holy we water. did. 
I imagine holy water tastes more like a Riesling rather than soy sauce. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Um, did Dwarf, you have anything to say? Uh, I say we just throw him back down in there. Okay, that's not helpful. Um, we could bury him in the grounds. So anyway, natural, or uh, not natural, but uh, t- yeah, 17 religion, if there is anything to learn. Like, if it, it guess, are these bones corrupted? Is something bad going to happen? If we carry um, him around. You, you know that Unlike the the one upstairs, mm-hmm. this isn't a haunt. Yeah. So it's not going to re-trigger it's not anything. Re-trigger. These are yeah. just his remains. Yeah. I like your idea of burying him. He should be buried down here, though. I mean, all we have to do is throw dirt on him down here. Are you sure burying him in the prison? No, he needs to be buried somewhere slightly more respectful. Can you? Can you two? I, can either of you three consecrate that, ground? I can't do. No. I can now that we have the gold. I couldn't do it before. <laughs> I didn't have them enough money. Um, well, I don't want to pay for him. Maybe, okay, how about we pack him up and take him back to uh, Raven Grove? The, the, the lopper? Why would remains. we bury the lopper anywhere other than the... No, he deserves to be buried in the prison. He's not... So where is where is the prison yard? There had to be a, uh, there had to be a cemetery. Here. I was just sticking the grounds of the prison. I don't... My thought is a lot of people died in the basement. What's so special about this guy? Exactly. I He's one of the five bosses. That's what I'm thinking. If we consecrate him, great. Here. I don't want to do anything extra for him. Here's what I'm thinking. Um, I mean, just purely from a, from a pragmatic standpoint, he's more powerful than the other people that died. So maybe putting him to rest would be more important than these other schlubs. I want to put him to rest. I just want to put him to rest down here. I don't see how that makes any sense. I don't see how it makes no. any difference. And... Regarding other skeletons that we have demolished, we could take any remains and bury them. Mm. Mass grave. What mass to grave. do, what to do. Yes, mass grave actually probably is the best Yeah, choice. no, there's already a hole. We just throw them all in there. Not in the prison obliate. That's not a... Let's, let's, I don't, I don't think we need to, we should bring his remains upstairs. Um, let's put them We in, can deal with this all later. The, yes, let's Yeah, let's them. lock them in one of these mm-hmm. cells. No, 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 hold on, hold on. Uh, where we came down from the well, it, it connected to the ground outside. Perhaps there's enough dirt there? The water? Yes, over where the water was. Yeah, no, let's flush this to... <laughs> I, I don't think we need to make this decision right now. We have other more pressing matters. Let's put his remains in the cell for right now. I agree. Okay. Let's go back upstairs. I'm very tired. Seriously. Yes, uh, I, I could use a drink. I don't know. I don't know about the rest of you, but you know, my friend, I could use a drink. Yes. I think we could all use a drink, uh, but not down here. No. Do we have enough for everybody? Oh, absolutely. Well, let's get upstairs. I've got about a amount of a keg for me. I suppose I can share the rest with you. <laughs> let's get upstairs. Then we can worry about that. Okay, so we make our way out the hallway, back through the room with a dozen skeletons. How are we going to get Vivian up that freaking rope? <laughs> we could tie her to it and uh, drag her up. Like, just pull her with the strength checks. <laughs> I watched uh, an episode of Longmire the other night, and he brought a lady up from where she'd fallen uh-huh. using a pair of handcuffs. Two pairs of handcuffs oh, and a piece of rope. So, And he made kind of a bosun's chair. I was, I was imagining, like... Uh, we were talking about Toy Story earlier, like a Woody doll, like hanging by his his uh, pull string. Yeah, the abdomen. <laughs> <laughs> like just like, just her going, like, yeah, just her going full like rag and doll. Spinning and yeah, spinning. that's exactly how I imagined it. It's just tied around your abdomen, and you're just Ow. dangling and being pulled up. Ow. And occasionally bumping against the wall. Ow. 
I'm sorry, this is the second or third time she's been up and down a rope. Has she learned no repelling skills? I don't believe that. She's a warrior. Well, she no, she's not. It's also she's her armor warrior. is weighting her down. I understand well. that. And as I've said before, warrior uh, armor can be taken I just off like and hauled up separately. She's not taking her armor off in this basement. So we're making a lot of, lot of assumptions with this. When we get into the room with the water, is the rope still there? Yes. Oh, okay. thank God. That's really <laughs> But Otherwise it's on we've... fire. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there are spiders all over it. No. No. So, yes, it is. Do you find a series of bats? <laughs> <laughs> and they're all swearing. <laughs> Um, so like Roger, baseball bats? Yeah, that's what I was like. Like base, swearing baseball bats? I, my, I went very confused. So Roderick tugs on it just to make sure it's still fastened and nobody's pulling any tri- tricks on him. Nope. Were you laughing at that slight innuendo? No, I was like, <laughs> laughing at the series of bats and remembering uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern. <laughs> oh, I love that show. Oh, Hello from what? The Magic Tavern. It's another podcast. Oh. It's a really funny improv comedy podcast that's set in a fantasy world. Besides the point, yeah, sh- I'm sure she knows how to repel, but it's just so much much funnier imagining Vivian yeah, pathetically hanging yeah. by her waist like a like a rag doll. It's like, we're going to take some climbing classes. She just looks so sad and tired. <laughs> Alright, just so skimming over the mechanics, we can all make the climb taking ten except Vivian, but when we're all up there, we can all take ten to uh, aid strength checks, which gives us an, a sixteen, which I would assume is probably enough to pull her up. Yeah, it's probably good. I had a real life experience of a team building exercise where we all had to get over a wall and I had I have no upper body strength and had to be like dragged over the wall and it was like the most embarrassing, one of the most embarrassing things in my life. And I got massive bruises on my arms. Well, you bruise like a banana regardless. Yeah, I do have she a bruise. Comes by that honestly. How did you get that one? This one, I had blood drawn yesterday and like it was a tiny needle and I've got like a dime size. No, it's a quarter, like a quarter size bruise now. That's more about the way they tourniqueted you than anything else. They didn't take it off in the right order. Leaked around the needle. Well, there you go. I think she was pushing really hard on it to try to get the blood to pump. Because I be that too. I'm, I'm a notorious bad blood giver. I'm very selfish with my blood. It's mine. No one else can have Doesn't it. Doesn't give it up easily. I may very fast bleeder when it comes to like donating blood. Nope. I tried to donate blood. They couldn't. They they were like, we can't we can't find your veins. <laughs> we're yeah. pretty sure you have some, but we can't reach them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the last times I donated blood, that I I warned her that I will fill the bag really, really fast, and so check on it, and then like a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll be back. She didn't come by and check in time, Mm-mm. and it overfilled the bag. <laughs> and so she went to pick it up. To, like She's like, oh, this is too full. Went to pick it yeah. up, and it burst all over me. <gasps> At least it was yours. That's horrifying. This is true. At least it was mine. That's, he's a redhead, so he has, this, he has that the same experience. Total, total waste. He's mm-hmm. a redhead, so he has the same experience trying to talk to um, doctors about uh, painkillers. I do. Yeah. And anesthesia. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. That's a nightmare. Ugh. Uh, it takes... You know, my, my redheaded friend has that problem. They yes. should have given you at least three free shirts at that blood drive. I know that I definitely got a free shirt, and it was at UTA, mm-hmm. so I had to walk back to my dorm room covered uh, in blood. That's horrifying. Yeah. I would have called the police on you. <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised if anybody had. <laughs> okay, so let's get back into this. Alright, so we climbed up the rope, pulled mm-hmm. Vivian up, we're all up on the second story again. I mean, yeah. sorry, the first story, over the basement. Yes, on the first story, you're back in that guard training room. And now we'll look at the uh, items. Does anything look amiss? Nothing looks amiss. Okay. It still looks the same as when you left it. Detect magic. Detect magic. You see a couple of things start radiating magic. The mace is radiating magic, and the stone is radiating magic. Alrighty. Spell crafty, spell crafty. So here's a mechanic we haven't used much yet, but I get a 19 if I take 10 on spell craft. 
All right. So if you could just aid me, that'd be a 21. Okay, I aid you. 16. All right, 21, Spellcraft. Very good. Uh, so from the stone, I'll do that one first. It is a uh, cube-looking stone that radiates a faint abjuration magic. It is known as a stone of alarm. Huh. And then the mace is a plus one heavy mace. So that has Zenobia written on it all over it for I me. I think so. This yeah. is a no doubt duh to me, but obviously it just clicked that these are the guards' items. Yeah. So the alarm was uh, maybe when like a door opens or something up there. Yes, Gary. What does a stone of alarm do? A stone of alarm, when given the command word, affixes itself onto any object. If that object is touched thereafter by anyone who does not first speak that same command word, the stone emits a piercing screech for one hour wow. that can be heard up to a quarter mile away. Wow. So it's like a really irritating car alarm. Yeah. Roger, this is exactly the thing I've been looking for my entire life. <laughs> Where do you want to put it? <laughs> Wherever we go. <laughs> put it everywhere behind us. How do you how do you determine the command word? You choose it when you uh, place activate it. it. Yes, and so then it just has to be the same command word when you deactivate it. So, do you know how to do that? Then can you do that? Yes, that comes along with the spellcraft check. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent! So heavy maze plus one heavy maze. Yeah, plus and you were really maze. you were really gimped in that uh, last fight because you didn't have a magic weapon. That's true. But now you do. Maybe the heavy mace. There's a longsword there, too. That was just a masterwork longsword, mm-hmm. which okay. Roderick will take if nobody uh, protests. No, I don't need it. Can you use a heavy crossbow? I don't think I can. Who, uh, can't, who can't use a heavy crossbow? Everyone can. It's a simple weapon. Oh. That's what oh, I thought. Okay. I looked up this up because I was looking up heavy weapons. It's like, it's just could you afford it? It's yeah. more than oh, anything right. else. Right, right, so right. It's, it's, that, it's, a, basically, it's a two-handed weapon. It takes a full round to reload. But mm. we're going to take all this stuff out. We don't need to be carrying it all around. We can just but, leave the broken one up in the office. But Dorfy, yeah. Dorfy still has mending prepared from when he fixed yes. his warhammer, so he can use he can cast mending on the crossbow. Does he use it? Does do, Dorfy? I mean, use do the we crossbow? even have crossbow bolts? I don't yeah. have. Vivian has plenty. Yeah, aren't there different bolts? No, they're heavy? the same. Oh, cool. Then yeah, yeah, and I've got some fancy bolts. All right, so Vivian's going to take the heavy crossbow later that night. Vivian will be like, Dorfy, would you fix this for me, please? <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> Dwarfy, can, uh-huh. can you, like, merge this axe and my hammer so it makes one super weapon? No. <gasps> oh. But do you have all those things that you can do that? No. What if I asked you like this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you, Dwarfy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think Dwarfy's been into his keg. <laughs> so then uh, Zenobia takes the plus one heavy mace. I could have used this against the lopper. I'm really glad to have a magical weapon. I yes. never thought I'd say that. <laughs> yes, it would have been It would have been very helpful, but you have it now. Are you going to keep your flail? Because that's like a, a flail but doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean. It's that's more of a bashing a, thing than a flaily thing. That's yeah. a very appropriate description. Because it doesn't. It doesn't have a chain. It doesn't flip around. Well, I may be looking for an upgraded flail. Maybe a cat of nine tails eventually. Actually, cat of nine tails are not fatal. Nope. They don't deal lethal damage. Nope. So they do sexy the, damage. They yep. do sexy damage. What's <laughs> the point? I want things that kill things. Mm-hmm. So. She's no fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I take the mace and I start. I go off into a corner and I start practicing. Oh, of course, fun. right? Yeah. They, and they still have some of the training dummies yeah, in Yeah, I was going to say, we're in yeah. the training room, yeah. so you can just go practice. Because I'm pretty you. embarrassed at my performance today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Then Roderick, he uh, looks he's like, well, if nobody protests, I would uh, I would appreciate taking this sword. And he's swinging the, lo- the Masterwork Longsword around and sort of feeling the weight of it. So we're both practicing. Yeah. Yes. By all means, please. It's the first Masterwork weapon he's used, so. Vivian picks up the, the bag of gold. She kind of looks at how much is in it. And she kind of looks around at the, the crew and says, I... I have a couple of spells that require, that are a little expensive. I actually, it would be very beneficial for our next couple of battles if I if I could use some of the, the gold in this pouch. Do you mean we could live instead of die? Yes. Do you have this gold? Yes. Please, take mine. Oh, 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 I, I, I've heard of, heard of spells like these. It's, um, you have to be... Give, you would give an offering to, to Shaylin to, exactly. to grant you the ability to, to, to cast these um, divine magics. Exactly. The gods are a little... Um, she she kind of looks up, little mischievous smile. The, the gods, uh, they run quite a racket with their, with their demands. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I think there's a little bit of Abadar in, in all of these. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's funny. <laughs> this actually... Uh, I don't know if any of you've read the the Percy Jackson books. This is they they really they do that in the books where um, so they can't they can't like use cell phones and stuff. So they'll send iris messages, which will be through um, a mist. They'll have a rainbow. Whenever there's a rainbow, they can send an iris me- iris message. But they have to. So it's an IM. Um, <laughs> so they have to put a coin and they'll throw a coin into the rainbow and it'll like boop, just like disappear into the mist. And so is this where all the coins at the end of the rainbow come from? I- Ooh, I don't know. That would be a. I've always wondered how those became accumulated. Some That's little bastards collecting them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wee little leprechauns. <laughs> all right. So, uh, okay, now that we've got all that sorted out, figure out what to do with the bones later. Resting time? Yeah, so first things first, uh, Roderick is really excited about this alarm stone, so he sets it up at the door. Oh, that's an excellent idea. So that way, uh, you know, if anybody comes in... It's going to scare the crap really, really out of us. Wake us up. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering if maybe we should put it by the uh, by the well. On our way back, yeah, so we can pick it up and put it back down. So right now, it's to keep anybody from sneaking up on us while we sleep, but when we go back tomorrow, we could put it at the well gotcha. and make sure that nobody moves the rope. Gotcha, sounds cool. Yeah, let's do it. There was no one person day you limitation right nope perfect very cool it's and this way we favorite could, toy this way we can all sleep we don't have to post a guard mm. so yes unless somebody came through a window or something well, shut up <laughs> don't give them ideas <laughs> we should probably still do a watch i think uh it's a there's... significantly less stressful watch um but let's yeah peace so so yes we're going back to the warden's office so the other what do we do now i mean i know what we're gonna do now it's just we're gonna sleep and go back downstairs but so, what do we need to discuss before we do that so the other thing that's been driving me nuts about gary being so coy about these uh items that are tied to the prisoners and he said that the clue was in what you got from that hero card which obviously was the point of what the hero card was supposed to do is tell us what to do he was <laughs> we asked the owl about the mr owl we asked the owl about the spell book because that was the most unsettling mm-hmm and Owl said... Said there was a a bit of the Spider-Man's soul in every spell he wrote. Mm-hmm. And the thing you said before that was there was a spiritual connection. And I kept hitting on the magical thing. Which is different from spiritual. Yeah, but then I was just racking my brain, thinking back, thinking back... What have we come across as it's, that was spiritual? And then it would, then it hit me, spirit planchette. Well, also, let's think about the items that we've had experiences with, um, which is just two so far, which was Father Charlatan. You had the holy, holy symbols. symbols on you. Mm-hmm. And 
what did we deduce? That he, when the, when Father Charlatan was hurting him, did he do less harm because he had the holy symbols? Or was Richard able to resist, or Roderick able to resist more because of it? I don't um, think we specified. All I know, Gary said that it was helping. He didn't say what the help was. Because I, I just know that after the fact, it was going to help you with haunts. That I do have. It's a plus two to saves against haunts. So now we've seen the axe. So there was the first effect of it. It hooked itself onto... Onto his hand. Their skull. And then he used that to kill him, and it did more damage. It did full damage, so I guess it counted as ghost touch. It did. And then it also did an extra d6. Right. So again, this is a... That, I think, is the spiritual connection of the items. So we don't know if it's ghost touch against everything or just the whopper because it was tied to him. So that might be something else we have to find out. If this spirit planchette thing works, it, does, it may not work, but so, they gave it to us for a reason. So, spirit planchette, you want to, you want to, you want to talk to the dead? This yeah, is, this, this is, is my video game logic. Yeah, this is my video yeah. game logic. Like, oh, they gave it to us. It might come mm-hmm. in handy later for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. They hardly ever give you anything that you don't need. So that's just my thought. I don't know. There's a lot of empty rooms that we don't need. <laughs> yeah, true. But most of those are cells, to be honest. That's true. You're in a prison. I mean, I could put something in every cell. It's another cell. It's no, another you. cell. It's another cell. So the hammer, that's going to be pretty easy. Hit him with the hammer. It's not a magical hammer. Well, I mean, it worked for the lopper, so. Mm. And then the the other thing with the marauder is that it was about a skull piece. So I don't know. I have a feeling that one might be we're going to have to crush his skull. Like, we're going to have to find his skeleton and crush his skull. That's what I think that's going to be. And I'm predicting... So, in life, what he did was kill people and try and get that missing piece. Yeah. He was looking for a particular shape. Yeah. And he would hammer people's skulls to Mm -hmm. try and get that shape. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we're in for a headache room. Oh. Lots of will saves. I mean, don't you think he's going to be going to try and hit us? Well, yes. So, what happened in the lopper room? He cut us, and every time we bleed, we would yeah. heal him, right? Yeah. So there's, I expect that that's a, that's a really important piece of information. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing to remember, though, is that each of these has been different. So mm-hmm. e- each of the prisoners you've come across has been just different from the other one. However, the Sturges did suck blood, too. That wasn't yeah, the same thing. They don't heal themselves well, I think doing they, I it. I think they healed the Piper on that one. I can't remember, but... I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. It was definitely real, uh, whatever that happened. So anyway, that's my prediction. Uh, future hero card nominee. Uh, Nomination is we're gonna have to crush the skull. Our own skulls to defeat the. No, <laughs> no, just no. Bonk our we're own gonna heads. have to crush the the marauder's skull. Yes, and the haunt or the wraith or whatever he is. Yeah, that ha- that hammer's super interesting, but Roderick is really gonna push the issue with the book because mm-hmm. this is really really fucking with him. <laughs> also, this is off topic, but I mean. Thirstkill did think outside the box with the axe, and it really, really helped. So that deserves a hero card. Hey, it was my <laughs> idea. I deserve a hero you, card. You know, you, your idea wasn't to grab the axe. Thirstkill's stupid, stupidity no. grabbed the axe. No. I was gonna say you're so you're asking Thirstkill to be rewarded for doing something stupid and unintentionally potentially damaging. Yes, it, it of course <laughs> had to be done because at some point someone had to grab that axe or mm-hmm. it wouldn't have worked. I think the biggest risk was that you were gonna use it on us. That was what I was afraid of. No, well, and that it was we haunting were, you. And we were worried about that with the spell book too, but yeah. that hasn't happened yet either. Knock on wood. I am really yeah. scared about that book being in the same room as the Splatter Man because of the effect that's happening on you. Like, how thrilled is he going to be to have his book in his presence again? I agree, but he's so incorporeal. He's a ghost. He can't. We don't know. We don't know that. All all of them are different. So 
the Lopper wasn't a haunt dead. at all. They've been dead for 50 years. One yeah, that's true. But yeah. there's a lot of undead that's tangible. He's the only one that hasn't been a haunt. The Piper of Ilmarsh, he was a haunt. Mm-hmm. The father of Charleston was a haunt. We know that um, the Spider-Man is a haunt, right? Mm. We don't know that. We don't, no, no, we don't no. know that. And... Like, they have all been different because the Father Charlatan was a true haunt. Uh, the Piper was a haunt slash ghost. So he had different properties to him. And then the Lopper was a wraith. So let me ask you this. Is there a knowledge check I could do on the Splatterman based off of what he's been able to do so far energy-wise? I mean, is there a religion check I could do to kind of identify what kind of undead creature could do that? Not really. Bummer. Yeah, Richard's shaking his head. <laughs> well, I accept that then. Two GMs say. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't think of a single thing that's happened that, that would have given us any clue. Mm-hmm. Unless he's not a haunt. Unless he's still human. Just an undead human? Not even undead. He survived Ooh, for 50 years. Really yep. creepy. That's not a long time. Would he eat everybody? No, he's just been here. He's like us. Hanging it's out. Scooby Doo again. It's old old man. What's his name? Heen. Jenkins. Old man Heen. <laughs> okay. So you want to use the spirit planchette. Now, remind me, we got this way back when in the, the crypt where you used to rattle them bones, wink. In the bone crypt. Um, the bone, yeah. It was one of the, the first pieces crypt. of treasure yes. we got. Yes. And it, it's, a, it's a spirit board. It's a Ouija board, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's just the planchette. You can, you make. You got to make a Ouija you board. You got to make a board. It, um, it's the part in, that you move on it. Inside the box. The box has the letters gotcha. written out. Uh, got it. And Roderick's been carrying this it around. Easier. Yeah, it was packed in with the haunt siphons. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, I accept that. We didn't sell this, did we? No. Not yet. No. We talked about selling it. Okay. We haven't done it yet. The, other th- the only thing that's been sold has been the uh, scythe. And mm-hmm. the other thing is we weren't sure who to ask. So you have to pick a spirit that you're bothering with a question. We don't know who we should ask. Like, Can you can you pick the spirit, well, first the of planchette, all, and yes. picks its... And again, there's no guarantee it'll actually work. And yeah. first of all, let's clarify this. We does not include Vivian. And she's very uncomfortable with this. And she's especially uncomfortable with this happening in the prison because one of the things I believe there was a warning with the planchette about being around angry spirits yes but Roderick's desperate at this point and she definitely doesn't want you to do it in the safe room he wasn't going to okay good <laughs> should we do it in Miss Soriana's room um, that would be a good idea I mean we could ask her she's doing the the private laundry room I mean we, we <gasps> no prob- one will find us in the there toilet. I mean the, twi- the toilet maybe we should a- she knew about the items to begin with maybe we should ask her who which spirit we should ask about them sure let's go all right so we we take our haul down to Vasariana's room well what's what's the question you want to ask which you can only spirit, ask one question um a day mm, that's a good question what because, is the question I ask because my first thought is you could try to contact the warden because he would know I, things I the question would be something like how do we use the spell book to defeat the Spider-Man? That seems really broad. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's exactly the question Roderick wants answered. Well, I know, but well, I the, mean... the question he really wants answered is how do I get rid of the bad effect that's hurting me from it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but seeing that Thurska was able to drop the axe once we defeated the lobby. make you optimistic. Yeah, yeah, he's hoping if we just defeat the Spider-Man... And Vasoriana doesn't know any more about the items? She does not. Okay. Yeah, she told us that last time. Yeah, I couldn't remember. So anyway, we head over to Vasoriana's room. Is she still floating around being blue? Yeah, once you enter the room, she'll she rise appears. back up from where she was. Madame Vesoriana. Oh, you're still alive. Yes. That's, that's, very, that's very good. Oh, when we killed the lopper. Yes, I, I can feel. Are you stronger? He's, well, he's much, much weaker. Wait, I thought that we killed him. He's not a haunt. He can't reset. They, they can still fight their way back. That's why you need to defeat all five of them 
so I can banish them for good. Well, do you need down. To, do you need to see their bones? No, I just I I have a hold of their spirits. Once you weaken them, I can grab a hold. I just need something that asserts my husband's power to banish them Forever. completely. Okay. And we know that we're still looking. We haven't found him yet. Yes, we haven't found anything that specifically belongs to your husband yet that we're aware of. Okay. Just just keep looking and and hurry because each day I feel like I get weaker and and weaker. On that note, I do hope you can help me with something. So, you did tell us about the items that we could use to defeat the prisoners? Yes. So, we used the lopper's axe against him. Mm. It worked effectively. Um, it seemed obvious. Hit him with his axe, and it worked. Ah, um, very good. Very good. Yes, it was great. Thursko did very well. I don't know what to do with this spellbook. <sighs> Magic has never been my, my forte, honestly. I, I don't know that I can be much help with that spell book. So, we have reason to believe that there might be a spirit within this prison who could tell us what to do with the spell book, but I don't know who. We have a spirit planchette, and he pulls that out of his pocket. I know we can use this to contact the dead. Yes. Is that a spirit planchette in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> yes, it is triangular and very hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a a long sword you're carrying there now. <laughs> All Ustalavian penises are triangle shaped. Reminds me of Cherry Pursuit, how they fit in the pie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Success. So, if we were to ask a spirit what we could do with this, which spirit would we ask? Do you know? Do you have any idea? I, I don't know of any spirits by name you could ask. I know there were several magic experts here within the prison to help tamp down any of our magical guests. <laughs> so you might be able to contact one of them if they're still around. Uh, my husband would probably have known something about it, but... Perhaps we could find it in some of the paperwork in the office. Or <sighs> the, the offices at the front of the building. Uh, that That is possible if the records are still there. Very well, that is a very good place to start looking. Thank you again. Madam. Yes? What should we do with the bones? The remains that we find? I feel like, as much as I want them to suffer for everything they put people through, all people deserve a proper burial. Um, perhaps just find a small space that they can be put back into the ground. Should that happen here? Should we take them to the graveyard in Ravengrove? Is there a, is one place better than the other? Once their spirits are gone, I feel like their evil potential is lessened dramatically. So if you do bury them here, it would be fine. You could bury them out on the grounds. I fear taking them into to Ravengrove themselves. Was there a cemetery? Was there a burial area on the grounds? It was... Something that my husband always wanted, but um, the other guards didn't quite go for it. So there's an area by... Uh, well, I believe that area has been collapsed in. Ah, uh, okay. was where they buried all the bodies in just one mass grave. Thank you. May I be of any further assistance? Want to watch me practice with my heavy mace? Oh, I would love to see that. Hey. <laughs> and Roderick can demonstrate with his longsword. She just starts smashing tables and benches. No, 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 no. I never I never contact stuff when I'm practicing. This is a it's an aesthetic. Tai Chi. It's Tai Chi with with a with a big bludgeon. Bludgeon. 
All right. So we go to the records mm-hmm. in the various offices at the front of the prison. And I know what we'll find. Nothing? Nothing. <laughs> So we look through to see if we can find a record of any magical expert that worked here at the prison. Knowledge research. <laughs> Just uh, knowledge local. Depends on how knowledge long you local. want to take with it. Well, let's be. I rolled a perception. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> Got a twenty perception. It's the whole day was spent in the basement. Like, yep. Like this mm-hmm. whole basement stuff. How long do you think all that took from climbing down to? Oh, it's been all day, pretty yeah. much. It's it's probably late into the evening. Mm-hmm. Well, I rolled a seventeen. 17, and Zenobia, she said 20, yeah. I think. Oh, I got earlier. a natural 19, so 27. Oh, was that natural 1 you rolled earlier? Right. Well, I mean, you could try again. It's oh, like okay. It's like disabled device. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, you're able to look through some paperwork. You find some staff records, and you're going through, flipping through. You see different types of experts. Uh, you find a paper on a magical expert, but his name has been basically ripped away. Hmm. So you can't see his name. Would it, does it say anything else about Does what it say he how tall he or, is? Yeah. Uh, a lot of his details you can't really make out. You do know that he, it looks like he was an arcane caster. Um, so can we still use the spirit planchette even if we don't have an, a name? Yes. So we've got a, enough of a, a profile. Yeah. Like a police <laughs> sketch. <laughs> All right. So I say we do it in this room where we found the paper and we're like, oh, spirit of this guy. Um, Vivian walks down the hall and locks herself <laughs> in the... Did she set the alarm block? Yes. Uh, she's she's hanging out in the warden's office. She's like, I, I, I do not want to be a part of this. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go too far. We might need you. It's, it's literally... It's, it's dead end, Roderick. It's the office. Okay. <laughs> Very well. So, um, I don't know. How do, you, how do you use the planchette? Roderick is like the least occulty person to, <laughs> to do something so occulty. But he's the arcane caster. He needs to know what <laughs> this, to do with the stupid with this book. Pl- will this planchette operate by, with just one person? Yes. So I don't know the specifics, but he's looking to contact the spirit of the magic expert guy. Okay. He wants to ask the question, how do I use the Splatterman spellbook to defeat the Splatterman? All right. I have a question real quick. Mm-hmm. Thurskill, are you going to go on that planchette with uh, Roderick? Absolutely. He's going he's gonna to totally do it. And is Dwarfy joining? Dwarfy will join, too. He ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> I apologize for disturbing you, but this is kind of important. Who, who are you apologizing to? The spirit? Yes. All right, so... Never Rod- apologize. It's a sign of weakness. Roderick, since you're the one asking the question, I need you to make a will save. Is this a fear effect? No. 16. Okay. He's rolling dice. I don't think that's a good thing. All right. So as you ask the question, slowly the planchette starts to move around the board and just spells out W-R-I-T-E-N-A-M-E. And it stops. Mama was right. Zenobia said, I told you that with no spiritual intervention. And then while everyone was concentrated looking at the words form on the board, and as they take their hands off, Thursko hits Dwarfy with a pillow. (laughs) 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 Hey! (laughs) Well, we do have to remember it could be lying. What was the chance of it lying? It is a 40% chance of a lie. Quick, look at his dice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, how do you feel, Roderick, now that you have that answer? I mean, it makes sense. (laughs) But 
But can you trust it? My mom's making told you so faces. Well, Zenobia said suggested it, and it was it it made sense then, and the spirit has confirmed it, so I feel good. So spirit plus Zenobia equals let's do this. I mean, I don't see much of a much of a risk. No, I don't have. I'm just playing. You know, I'm just playing <laughs> Asmodeus's advocate. No, you're right, and you know we could be off track, but you hear the door at the end of the hall creak open, uh, crack, peak, yeah, creak open, and Vivian pokes her head out. And she's like, "Is everyone okay?" Yes. Can we go to sleep now? Yes. I suppose, but shouldn't we use all our fervors and healing before yes. we go to sleep? Yes, but once you're back in the room and it's locked. <laughs> all right, so we're all healed up. You're all healed up. Um, And I doubt this is going to work, but we do want to check all the keys on that ring on the uh, vault. On the, the safe. Safe. Yeah. In there. Uh, you go through, you check out all the keys one by one. None of them work. Yeah, I'm not surprised because I think those are the guard's keys. So They wouldn't have a key to the safe. Mm-hmm. Very well, it was worth a try. Definitely All right. Worth a shot. Well, we go so, to I mean, sleep. What do we do with these keys then? We should carry them because there might be something down in the. Yes, there's. It's locked. Perhaps more than one locked door downstairs. Well, it's a prison, so I imagine so. One would hope if it was a well-maintained prison. Lots of locks. So let's have some snacks. <laughs> have some snacks. Tell some bedtime stories. Yes. And so after that, you know, we rest, taking our watches. We set up the alarm stone. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how you do. The general basic stuff. Roderick, when it's your turn to take a watch, the spirit board and planchette comes back out after being put up. Uh, no. And lays in front of you, and the planchette starts moving on its own. On its own. Uh, it spells out, Roderick, you will all die. And once again, you start seeing your name slowly being carved into the walls in blood and that mark on your hand just gets more painful and more painful and you look around and it looks like everyone sleeping around you is covered in blood they look dead once again and we'll see you next week uh, <laughs> well to be fair their skull is probably still covered in blood I, sinks he starts waking everyone up in a panic I thought he was going to spell out after that lol Ha, 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 ha,